0: Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Greg Robinson, owner and publisher of Brentwood Press and Publishing Company. How are you doing today, Greg? I am fantastic. Good morning, Andrew. Thanks for uh, having me on today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for being here. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and about the Brentwood Press.
1: Well, thank you for asking. Um, My story is kind of interesting. I actually was hired as the sixth employee 23 years ago when we launched this company, the Brentwood Press and Publishing, and uh, kind of worked my way up through the ranks. And uh, 15 years into my term, the original owner was ready to retire and, and sell the paper. And I convinced him to sell the paper to my wife and I. So within a 15 year period, I went from the sixth employee to the owner. And now my wife and I have owned the paper for the last uh, nine years. So we are uh, the epitome of a mom and pop uh, newspaper organization. Uh, my wife, Sandy, kind of runs the business side of the business and I actually run the newspaper. So um, it's been a pretty exciting. Uh, we are a community weekly newspaper. Um, we actually have a daily news site. So uh, when I started 23 years ago, the whole digital concept wasn't even a thought process yet. And, and these little smartphones that we all carry didn't exist. Uh, So it came from the print background, but uh, realized many years ago that digital was the wave of the future. And uh, so we had launched a pretty robust website. And that's actually what uh, brought us through the pandemic. Um, And uh, what's kind of exciting is during the pandemic, we also launched our app. And uh, we actually own the name The Press in the Worldwide App Store. So we're pretty excited about that. And uh, we actually rebranded our paper at that point as well. We used to have our three banners the Brentwood Press, the Oakley Press, the Discovery Bay Press, Uh, once we were able to secure the name, the press for the app, we actually decided to rebrand our paper. So now we just have the one banner, the press, um, but uh, we still cover the cities of Brentwood, Oakley, Discovery Bay here in Northern California.
0: No, that's a coup one would think your phone will ring at some point and someone will offer you enough money to find you on a beach for the rest of your days with the with a name like the press and the app store yes that is our hope <laughs> <laughs> what, it's what is for the sale yeah well, <laughs> I'll take a five percent commission on that um what what is the circulation of the press?
1: Well, you know, it's kind of an interesting thing. I mean, now when we talk circulation, it's not just the circulation that we would traditionally think of as the printed paper, but we now really have to look at our circulation as not only a combination of the print and the uh, the digital side. Uh, back in the day, uh, prior to the world changing to all the digital stuff, we were a TMC where we delivered the paper to every home in town. Um, again, during the pandemic, we did change our business model uh, where we kept the newspaper free Uh, But we told people if they would like us to deliver it to their home, they have to become a subscriber. Um, So we do now have subscribers who are paying for home delivery. A lot of the people do pick it up in the rack. So our current circulation right now with our printed product is uh, 7,000 papers that we print and deliver. Um, But we also have about 3,000 people who read our uh, newspaper online on our Page Turner software. So on our website, thepress.net, um you can read all the stories in its html format but we do have a really robust uh page turner software where people can flip through the newspaper uh read the headlines see the stories see the ads and what's really cool is i'm hoping in the future more and more people look at that page turner because now we're able to embed videos into the story so the advantage of reading the paper online is that I can also add more pictures and add video. We're able to add video into the advertising. So it actually makes it a better reader experience as well as we have a, um, uh, 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 what do you call it? A, a voice, uh, it's Trinity Audio where people can actually click on the story and have it be read to them. So people who have uh, reading issues or, you know, they're able to actually get the news and listen to the information uh, and hear it as opposed to having to read it. So we're trying to cover all bases,
0: not only in print, but digital as well. Uh, For those listeners who are not sure where you are, please tell them where you're located, what cities and towns you cover. Sure. Well, we're here in Brentwood, California.
1: Um, but I have to clarify that we are in Northern California. Uh, We are actually uh, in a very unique area. We're in the um, heart of the Delta and the start of the California Ag Corps. Um, We're one hour to San Francisco, one hour to Sacramento, one hour to San Jose, and uh, I like to say three and a half hours to my favorite place, South Lake Tahoe.
0: Ah, there you go. So Bay Area. Excellent. And I would say, how do you generate revenue? But is that from your subscription model or? Well, you know, the newspaper business is really, at least in a in a weekly, was
1: always from the ad revenue. So that is still our largest uh, revenue generator is the advertising dollars coming from the local businesses. Uh, mm-hmm. But we do now have some uh, subscription dollars coming in, which helps, but very small percentage, as well as we also have Just several people who have become donors, Um, you know, the business model of these community weekly newspapers, uh, we realized over these last several years is the business model has to change. It's no longer going to be able to be supported by that that business revenue, the advertising revenue. So um, you have to get those subscribers. But also what we're getting now are people who want to just support community journalism. They believe in democracy. They believe in the freedom of speech and the First Amendment right and all those great things. So we now have people who have become just donors who are making, you know, a $10 donation. We have some people that make a $10 donation on a monthly basis. So um, that little, it's a small percentage, but, you know, every little bit helps to uh, keep the doors open.
0: That's fabulous. I'm glad to know that there are people out there that feel that way about it and will put their money where their mouth is. Tell me about the challenges and opportunities that COVID provided in terms of growing your business.
1: Wow. What an interesting story that is. Um, You know, when we uh, uh, got that news in March of 2020 that we're going to close for a few weeks, and as we were all told, just stay home for two weeks. It's going to blow over. It'll all be better. Uh, I very distinctly remember that day um, starting to get phone calls from my advertisers saying that uh, they were going to stop their ad, hold their ad, because they were closing for the week or two weeks. So I started making a list of all the people that were calling to know what was happening. Well, after a few hours, I decided it might be easier to make the list might be shorter if I say who hasn't called. Uh, So we ended up um, actually suspending the printing of our paper. But we never missed an issue. So, because of that page turner software, we did produce a paper every single week uh, covering all the COVID, what was happening, the, the shutdowns, um, but it was digital. So, that's really what saved us through COVID. So, we never missed an issue, uh, but we did not print the paper for a couple of weeks. That was the catalyst, though, that allowed us to make those changes I mentioned earlier, that changing our banner from the three different banners where we had to stop the machine and do the plate change and all those additional costs um, by going to the one banner, it saved us some revenue there, and then making that very difficult decision to go from a TMC to the paid circulation uh, model, and and, and then again, dropping our circuit, because we were doing almost 30,000 papers uh, a week. Whether people wanted them or not. So, uh, now, you know, going from 30,000 to 7,000, big difference. So that was a big savings in cost. At the same time, we had to lower our, our rates, right? You can't charge someone the same price if you're doing the lower circulation. So we lowered the rates and we also changed our business model, too, that said if you sign up for a newspaper campaign, uh, we're going to include some digital marketing with that as well. So we do have packages where if you buy a certain size display ad for a certain frequency, you're going to get X number of uh, impressions uh, onto the press.net website as well. And that seems to be very well received by our customers. Uh, so that was our main our main thing was how we restructured uh, with the name of the paper, the circulation and, uh, you know, combining the print and the digital as one package. Excellent. And and how big is your staff? How many people work at the press? We currently have about uh, 15 uh, employees, uh, most of them full time, couple part time. And, and you were able to sustain
0: that through the pandemic. So good for you.
1: We were. We were. We actually had a few more before the pandemic, to be honestly. Uh, and really where the, the struggle is right now is the sales team. Um, you know, my I had a sales manager and three salespeople. Um, obviously, they had to all get furloughed during the pandemic when there was nobody to talk to. And then life changes for different people. And um, uh, actually, one of them did come back, but then had other issues and left. So for the last year and a half, I really haven't had a sales team. Um, had a couple of part time, uh, you know. Uh, freelance uh, salespeople that are helping, and I still have those people. Um, but we really are still looking for a,
0: a, I'm still looking for a sales manager, and still looking for some uh, full time salespeople. If you know anybody out there, well, so in this podcast, we're selling the name, the press, and we're <laughs> and we're doing job listings too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know how to get the the news out there. Um, <laughs> what sort of companies you work best with in terms of of your ad space and and you know, I mean, being the fact that we're a community, a community weekly, um,
1: 90% of our customers are the local small mom and pop businesses. You know, we have the local car dealership. We have the local attorneys, uh, you know, some of the retailers, um, professional services, painters, people like that. So it's really more local, uh, folks. Um, mm-hmm. you know, traditionally the big box places aren't so interested in the weekly newspapers because they'd have to advertise in so many papers. But yeah, 99% of our customers are the local mom and pop. Businesses here in town.
0: And obviously, your circulation, well, you're printing only 7,000 papers now. About how many people are are putting eyes on your website these days? Well, that's the big exciting news. Um, Prior to the pandemic, we were very
1: excited when we were telling people that we had 40,000 people coming to our website every month. Um, We now are seeing over uh, almost 100,000 people a month to our website. Um, During the height of the pandemic, we were pushing close to 150,000 with close to 250,000 page views. Um, Now we're settling in about, you know, 90 to 100,000 people per month on the website, looking at approximately about 150 to 200,000 page views. Um, and obviously that number varies depending on how much breaking news we have, you know, it's just like anything, you know, the more car accidents and fires and, you know, sensational news, what drives the traffic to the website and the shares and stuff. So, but, uh, yeah, but no, we have a very robust website. It's, it's, we're very excited. That's definitely a factor that saved us.
0: That's, that's excellent. And and what is the population in your surrounding towns? That you're generating well, those sorts yeah,
1: of numbers. Our market is just over a hundred thousand people. Um, you know, between Brentwood, Oakley, and Discovery Bay, uh, we're just over a hundred thousand people
0: between the three cities. And somehow you have attracted just about every oh. single one of them to your newspaper. That's fairly impressive.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, again, a lot of them are coming multiple times. I mean, when they look at the sessions, be honest with you, and people are listening. You know, and if you come to the website three times during that month, you're going to count those three sessions um but uh but yeah no we do have a high a high percentage of the readership I mean of our community that love our paper I mean been doing this like I said since the beginning for 23 years we're very highly respected and trusted you know here within the cities uh and with the city uh the cities themselves I mean the city managers and the 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 superintendents you know they know that they can trust us they can tell us something that they don't want printed just yet so that we get the scoop and we know what's going on so we're not anticipating or or saying something that's not 100% been verified yet. So the fact that they could tell us things and know that it's not going to get published if, until it's supposed to. And it's just, it's nice. And even with the couple reps that I have, the I, new person I just hired said, you know, it's amazing. I go out and talk to people and, and there's nobody has anything but positive things to say about the press. So, so very well liked. And our focus is the kids, the schools, the community, local heroes and their
0: accomplishments and keeping the city council honest. that's an important one these days, isn't it? Hey, I I applaud your fortitude. Um, to to carry the torch for old school newspapers, small town newspapers in this sort of market is not the easiest thing to do. Uh, I grew up in a small town, an hour North of New York city, and I can't imagine us not having had our local newspaper. And um, I I hope that many more people like you are still carrying the torch because it's important. You know, mass media is what it is. And there's a lot of money that is behind the stories that we do and don't see. And as we know, The term alternative facts is thrown around in the last few years. And it's important that there are people like you still doing what you're doing.
1: Yeah. And the same thing with the fake news. Right. I mean, that was the whole issue. I mean, people that were people that were part of a newspaper organization, they were journalists. They went to college. They took ethics courses. They took courses on on what's fair and what's right. And, you know, unfortunately in the last five, 10 years, where, you know, with these little computers that we all carry around, that anybody that knew how to create a bog and and cobble a couple sentences together, all of a sudden they felt that they were a reporter or a journalist and didn't have the ethics and the and the couth that you needed to have. And, and here we are today, you know, with the term fake news. And uh, it's kind of crazy. But uh, yeah, it's an important factor, and we take a lot of pride in that. That you know, the, the my said my wife and I, and the importance of being that community newspaper, and and being the voice of the people, and 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 giving the people the information that they need. Um, I heard a statistic the other day um, in the last five years, 360 newspapers have closed across the country, you know, big, bigger chunk in the last two to two, three years since the pandemic, but it was a stat for the five years and how there's now a new term called news desert where, you know, some of these cities and towns don't have a local newspaper and it's, and they're not and it and the issues that are starting, they're starting to see and it's going to be sad to see what happens over the next you know decade or so when we'd start losing some more of these community newspapers and how things will change and how will there be issues where cities are kind of hiding some stuff under the rug because no one's watching them right
0: yeah no it's important to have transparency in government at every level especially a local level right you know Mm -hmm. um unfortunately if a town doesn't have a newspaper and there's no Town, you know, council notes that are being published. People don't really know what's going on, and voter turnout in this country is as low as we both know it is. So, uh, truly, I I applaud you for finding a way to 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 make it viable in the 21st century, when again everybody is on the computer that's in their pocket instead of picking up a paper.
1: And even yesterday, I noticed it's it's getting challenger by the day. I noticed that the Ring app. which is obviously becoming very popular the ring and they're saying they now are starting to send out some little news tips so now i have a doorbell company that's going to be my new competitor you know you know in between next door you know so you have all these different other social media platforms besides the big ones that everybody knows of You know, Facebook and, you know, Twitter, Instagram, but just some of these other line outline software companies next door, um, like I say, ring, the ring doorbell people, um, you know, putting out more national type news and that kind of stuff. But um, it does, it does make that the challenge. You know, it really does make that the challenge. So that's why we stayed focused to our our model from the beginning is that it's the local, you know, local, local, hyper local, um, you know, what are the kids doing? Who won the football game of the holiday parade? You know, the new restaurant that opened up,
0: um, so on and so forth. Excellent. What what's something you'd like to be celebrating personally and professionally a year from now? Wow, that's another interesting question. Um
1: well, I, well can't throw,
0: uh, I can't throw softballs to a newsman. Come on. Yeah,
1: no. Uh, well, one of the things that I'd love to have as a goal would be to have a sales manager. Um, like I say, trying to get my sales team built, uh, you know, and that's a challenge, finding people that actually want to work. And the sales industry is a very challenging industry, right? You know, it takes a certain kind of person. So that would be one of the things that would make me very happy if I had a sales manager that helped me build a team, um, you know. I don't know, ski more, (laughs) skier, looking for, like I said, three hours from South Lake Tahoe, very excited with all the snow we're getting. Uh, Hopefully I'm going to get up there this month, but uh, I have a week up in February. Uh, You know, I think just kind of staying alive, you know, keeping this thing going, uh, which is really what that goal is, is in, and it's, you know, we're, we're like any other small business, you know, we're kind of going paycheck to paycheck. um, And um, it's a challenge. It really is a challenge. I mean, I think that is the hardest thing that most small newspapers are dealing with hence i said earlier 360 of them closed so you know what my my wife and i we're, we thank god every day for the opportunity to be here and that uh, you know and we're employing 14 15 people that are local um, so that's really important to us, too, to keep those people, you know, going and, and begin um, having the community so that they have their newspaper. You know, it was so uh, the sidebar when we decided to make that change from Brentwood Press, Oakley Press, Covered Bay Press to the press. Uh, that was a big concern for me because for so many years, that was part of our presentation that it's the, your little Brentwood Press, your hometown newspaper. And it's, it's your paper and you take ownership of it. Um, and by changing it to a more generic name, the press, Um, But we really only had two people that commented about taking that name away, since everybody always referred to us as the press anyway. But that was a big decision because that's what our success was and why many people over the years, when we started this paper, there was only just under 20,000 people in Brentwood we now have 65,000 people. So that was part of that thing over those 20 years is how do you grow a town from 20 to 60,000 people, but still keep that small hometown charm. Yeah. And we had many people that that did say that they attributed that to the newspaper, because it had information about them and their kids and the schools and what the concerts and the parks were. And, you know, what was that fire or that car accident that was happening? And they knew that they could trust their
0: local community newspaper. Greg, please tell us what your URL is, how people can find you, and what social media channels you use.
1: Well, you know, thanks for asking. We're, uh, our website is uh, www.thepress.net. So that's our main website. Um, I did mention earlier we do have an app, which is called The Press. So we're very excited about that. And you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and uh, my new social media manager even set us a TikTok account. So
0: we're pretty much out on every platform and everything is under the name The Press. I I repeat, I applaud your fortitude. Obviously, your community appreciates you and uh, I wish you continued success. Greg Robinson of the Brentwood Press and Publishing, it's been lovely having you here today on Business Ninjas. Well, thank you for having me and
1: um, look forward to uh, continuing our relationship and talking. Excellent. Be well. Thank you. Have a good day.